everyone and welcome to another edition of the Jim and the King NFL podcast. I'm Jim, sitting to my left is the King, and we're here to talk about the NFL. Hey King. Hey, how are you? I'm alright mate, there are so many <laughs> trades going on, it is absolutely, I haven't slept uh, in almost a week. Have you not? Um, no, and free agents only started yesterday, so a lot of trades were done, kind of set up for yeah, trades the start of the official day, yeah. uh, when you can actually move around, it's been absolutely crazy. Yeah. I don't know about you, but I've I've been tracking a lot of what's going on. Yeah, so it's a lot of signings, a lot of trades, a lot of a uh, lot of people dropped. Mm. Well. Yeah. Releasings. Mm. Yeah. So we're going to try and get through as many as possible. Obviously, stuff's happening all the time. Yeah. For instance, last week we were just wrapping up the the pod, saying goodbye, and then uh, the Titans released Demarco Murray. Yes, they did. Yeah. Thanks for doing that before we'd even had a chance to uh, upload the podcast. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we'll get through as much as we can, and obviously there's loads um, of big moves going on here, so we think we've, we've seen most of the big moves happen, I think, by now. Yeah, a lot of the big guys have been signed, um, as far as free agency goes. Um, there's a couple of now big free agents on the market, obviously Tyra Matthew with being mm-hmm. one I'm sure we'll go into later. Yeah. Um, DeMarco Murray, the landing spot, sounds like it's sorted, but uh, you know we'll see from yeah. there. Okay. Well, let's start with the biggest news mm-hmm. of all, and that was Kirk Cousins. Indeed, yeah. The chess piece that had to fall before we knew what other teams were thinking about going into the draft. Yeah, this happened way quicker than I expected. Yeah? Mm. Well, he'd been kind of Instagramming um, for opinions on who he should go to between the Jets and the Vikings. Yeah, but he I expected him to take a couple of visits, actually. Mm. Visit facilities. He had time, didn't he? Yeah, he had. He could um, you know, he could play by ear, but, you know, he obviously was decisive and made his decision, so fair, fair enough. He went with the team that had a team around it that yeah. he could just jump into. Yeah. Sensible move from Kirk Cousins. Yeah, yeah what a team they've got. Already. He signed a three-year, fully guaranteed contract uh, last Thursday, and it's worth $28 million a season, 84 I think it's the final figure. Okay. Yeah. Fully guaranteed. The first ever fully guaranteed contract. Yeah, good for him. For a quarterback. Good what for do, him. What do you reckon then, King? Is that... Um, I don't know. If they want to go and get him... I think he is obviously a step up from Case Keenum. Mm-hmm. Case Keenum had a career year last year. Don't get me wrong. I think he's a starting quarterback. But... Yeah. I, th- I think Kirk Cousins is a step up from him. I think Kirk Cousins is... You know, has, has, has played games where he looks you know frankly elite like he's he looks like one of the top guys he then it, there is some inconsistency issues i understand yeah. that, but he is um i do think he's a step up from case keenum um so from their standpoint they went out they were aggressive they got their guy and they they paid a high price for it but you know if if they go out and win a super bowl it's absolutely worth every penny so and it's not crazy money in terms of the contract it's just that this is the first time it's ever been fully guaranteed that's got people no, raising eyebrows but you know, it's not not that much more than some of the other big quarterbacks are getting. Jimmy yeah. Garoppolo's got a very similar deal. It's just yeah. not everything is is guaranteed, but he's got 135. Yeah, and, but over that's over five contract. years, so I understand yeah. why the 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 longer term deals. I kind of understand why there's not that fully guaranteed element. But but the fully guaranteed is up to about 65 for Garoppolo. Yeah, no matter what. This is what I mean. So, so it's it's the fact is over the first three years or so, Garoppolo's essentially on a guaranteed contract. Mm-hmm. It's just he then has got the security. Well. Maybe not, but the <laughs> the uh, the alleged security of an extra two years on his deal, whereas yeah. Cousins is, uh, you know, is going short term. Um, you know, he's, he's going out there to get the money. I, I kind of expected him to do a rent deal similar to what the basketball players do, where they 
they do a couple of years, wait mm-hmm. for the salary cap to move, then do another couple of years higher higher price. So um, I don't know if there is a salary cap change in three years' time. Um, well, I'm sure there will be. <laughs> but if that's the case... If there has been every other year, King. Yeah. It just keeps going up. But if that's the case, then I think he's probably done it with that. And It's and a sensible tries, move. Tries to do the, yeah, get another big deal. So actually, money-wise, he can get guaranteed money and it's um, the contracts are pretty high. It's a good move for the Vikings because mm-hmm. all three of their quarterbacks weren't as good as Kirk Cousins. You're no. absolutely right. Yeah. And of course, because they did sign Kirk Cousins, mm-hmm. that moves three other quarterbacks out of Minnesota. So let's go through them. First of all, Case Keenum, as you mentioned, he's gone to Denver. The yep. Denver were in the running for Kirk Cousins, at least we thought they were. They but, didn't even um, make a call, apparently. They dropped out very quickly, didn't they? Mm. But they seem to think that Case Keenum's going to be good enough. Do we think? Is that... Do we think that's maybe a quarterback in the draft, or are we saying, okay, they're going to stopgap Keenum now? Um, I think that Keenum... I think they what what John Elway thinks is he's basing it on what happened with with Peyton Manning, which wasn't actually that far that that long ago. Which no. is play in very good defense. He's got some weapons on the outside, so they can throw the ball if they chuck it if they need to. But what he wants is a serviceable quarterback who does not throw the ball away, who understands defenses, who is um, aggressive when he needs to be, yep. but also can audible at the line of scrimmage and just and just get out when the plays are wrong. And Case Keenum has the experience to do that. He's a gym rat. Um, you know, he takes things very, very seriously. Uh, and he can chuck it. He, I think I, I don't know if he still does, but he definitely held the record for the most yards thrown in college ever. So the guy can sling it. And we mm. saw that last year a few times. And it's... Um, but at the same time, again, he's got the experience to, to pull out. He he understands coverages. He's someone who's, who'll be in the gym constantly learning the plays, learning the playbook. So... I think it's a good move for both teams. Actually. Well, there's no off the field issues with Case Keenum, is there? Absolutely. He's um, you know, he's a, he was actually a pleasure to watch on Hard Knocks when, I believe it was the Rams, was it the Rams? Possibly mm-hmm. when he was there, and he was um, you know, he's going through the plays with his wife and stuff. It's, you know, she's fully committed as well. It's it's, you know, they're both invested as a family, which really helps a young quarterback. So mm-hmm. he um, I think it's a great move for both teams. I think he's gonna. He's going to be able to tr- potentially push for a playoff berth, um, which is exciting, and I think he deserves that following this year's performance. And you know, and and, and the Broncos get their quarterback, who's um, you know he's not going to set the world alight, but at the same time is um, you know will win you a couple of games a year. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, we've been very positive so far on both of these. I think uh, so. I think they're good moves for all teams. Actually, I think. Okay, it's ended up quite well. Let's look at the two more iffy ones then. <laughs> Let's start with. Oh, one of my, one of our favourite quarterbacks, Sam Bradford. He's gone to Arizona. Yeah. On a one year wait for it, twenty million dollar deal with fifteen million guaranteed. Yeah. And a twenty million option for the second season. Have you seen his last ten year uh, or last eight years contracts? I think the They're lowest crazy. Is, the lowest is sixteen million, I think. Yeah. Up to twenty four, I think. He's crazy. I've he never was. seen a quarterback move it backwards as well as no. Sam Bradford. Do you know what though? It's frustrating because as a rookie, and you watched him as well, mm-hmm. he was fantastic. He had an amazing rookie season. He had an okay rookie season. He got injured very quickly in that rookie season as well, as I no, seem to remember. He played about thirteen, fourteen games. <laughs> he um he had a really good rookie. It was less than RG three then. No, he he looked like the real deal. He looked like the next crop of real good quarterbacks, and unfortunately, well, they wanted he just cannot stay healthy. Um, you. but he is. At one point, he held the record for the highest score in the Wonderlic test. He's incredibly, he's incredibly intelligent. Teams like it. He suits the West Coast system. He's relatively athletic. Uh, athletic when it comes to rollouts, he's not. He's got a, a wonky eye. He's got a wonky eye. 
Um, that's just his aiming eye. He's constantly <laughs> aiming. But um, no, he's um, a lot of teams like him still. It's because he went number one overall. Yeah, he did. If he hadn't gone number one overall, no one would be looking at him right now. Yeah, but RG3 went two overall and no one is looking at him right now. <laughs> so I don't necessarily think it matters how high he was taken in the draft. I think they're basing it on his potential and his ability to understand offences and, and the fact that he suits those offences. He is a legit pocket passer who's great on a rollout. He's accurate on the run. The problem is he can't stay healthy and because of that he's inconsistent. When he's healthy for 15, 16 games, I think he'll put up really solid numbers. Problem is, I don't ever think he's going to be healthy for 15, 16 games. <laughs> I think you're being very fair to him. I, I can't see that talent okay. in there. Okay. I don't see it. I, I see, well, last season when he was given the chance with the Vikings, you said he was never healthy when he was playing for them. He though. played well at the start of last season. He played well at the start of last season, but then yet again he gets injured. And then Case Keenum comes in, sets the world alight, and he does not give Bradford a chance to come back into this into it. I mean, Bradford, but they were rolling at the start of last season. No, Bradford was picked up by the Vikings, weren't he, from the Eagles after uh, Bridgewater's had the season-ending injury before the 2016 season. They gave up a 2017 first-round pick and a 2018 fourth-round pick. Yeah, he's been traded for first-round pick twice. You know? Yeah, yeah, to cover for Teddy Bridgewater, who, of course, is the other quarterback in this mix. He's off to New York for the Jets. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, can we just talk about that? Sam yeah. Bradford was picked <laughs> with a first overall pick okay. and has been traded for two first round picks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mental. Anyway, Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah, Teddy Bridgewater. Come on then. Is that a good move for the Jets? No. Is it a good move for Teddy Bridgewater? No. No. I don't, I don't know what you want me to say. They've got another quarterback who is... We don't know what he's going to be like. Horrific injury, so we want him to come mm-hmm. back well. You're higher on him than I am. Only slightly. I think he's average. Don't get it twisted. Uh, only slightly better. Yeah, I think he's than average. what you think he is. Yeah. I think he's average as well. Yeah. And I'm really worried about how he doesn't protect himself. That is my biggest red flag. I would not want to take a guy who can't protect himself. No, no. And we also don't know what he looks like, so I think... No. Nope. Well, his, jet, one, the, his one throw was an interception. The, yeah, the Jets will, uh, <laughs> the Jets will make... The Jets, Jets will say in the media now they've, they've addressed their quarterbacks... Issue. Oh, they haven't. They either. absolutely won't. Haven't. <laughs> Sorry, they absolutely haven't. So it's um, yeah, they need to um. That's good. Yeah, they. I think they need to draft a quarterback if they get the opportunity to. Mm-hmm. Old Baker. Oh, I think he might be gone by then. Big like Baker. We're gonna have some fun with the the mock drafts that are coming up soon. Mm. So obviously, we're getting closer to the draft. Mm. And I know we were going to talk about the combine, mm-hmm. but if we just talk about it very briefly, I was quite underwhelmed with a lot of what I saw over the. Yeah. The combine week. Yeah, I think so. There just aren't as many standout players, I don't think. It's not It's not that big a draft class, I don't think. There are some positions that are great, other positions that are really weak from what I can see. Yeah, it was just Griffin. I th- was that his name? Shaquem Griffin. Shaquem Griffin. That was just the main Saquon story. Saquon Barkley did well. But, well, Barkley's a beast. Right? Barkley yeah. is by far and away the best player in this draft. Mm. But well, he was great. What do you mean, well? Well, I don't know. What do you mean, well? well who's better? Or who's it's in that conversation? <sighs> Well, Nick Chubb's looking pretty good. Chubb's a good player. They're saying Quentin Nelson's already going to be an all-pro. Minka Fitzpatrick Yeah, but guard, is a who great cares about guards, though, really? Exactly. <laughs> right, so... Minka Fitzpatrick, you reckon? Yeah. Is he a safety or is he a corner? He's a safety. He's a free safety. So he's not a corner? No. Okay. I wouldn't play him at corner. Okay, then. He's too good to keep just a corner. You've got other players you can put a corner. Okay. There are very few elite free safeties. Okay. Um... 
After that, I, there are some very good quarterbacks coming out of this. This is one of the richest quarterback drafts I've ever seen. Yeah. There are problems with all of them, but there's always going to be a problem with a quarterback. Super top-heavy, though. Yeah. Super top-heavy. There's there's the, the, the main four, then there's one or two others. There's Lamar mm-hmm. Jackson's in a conversation. Bit of an X-Factor. There's, um, what's his name, Mason Rudolph, I think, as mm-hmm. well, is, is, He's is been, in the conversation. He's not been talked about at all. No, they're, they're the next two, and then other than that, right? Don't know. Third-rounders. Yeah. yeah. Some of them look good. One... I can't remember his name. I'll f- I'll find out for next week. But he, um, okay. <laughs> I watched a lot of film on it, which is bad as well. He looked, um, he looked, he looked decent. He looked like he could transfer into a, a starting role later on. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's just not. There's no one really polarizing. Griffin was just an amazing story. I hope he gets drafted. People, are, I'm hearing he's gone from a seventh round to maybe a third. That's what based I heard, on yeah. his performance as well. Day so, two pickup. Yeah, I think that's um, that's an excellent story. Um, run exactly the same time as his brother from last year as well, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, except he's much bigger. But it's yeah, it's um, yeah, other than that, really, you know, is um, Barkley did exactly what we expected him to do, which is yeah. run really fast, jump really high. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm, I think we're gonna have some problems filling out an entire first round of studs. Yeah, no, it's, I yeah. found it a lot easier last year. It was like I, I could pick whatever I wanted. But yeah, this time it's going to be. A bit more difficult. I agree. Um, let's get back to the trades then, King. Yeah. Let's get back to the trades. Let's talk about quarterbacks again. So the pickup, the free agency pickups. Yeah, mean. yeah, yeah. Yep. So let's talk about Mike Lennon. Mm-hmm. Oh, what a year he's had. Mm-hmm. What a career. Um, mm-hmm. But after one year in in Chicago, where it went from horrific to unspeakable. Yep. He's already out of the building, and of course, he's also gone to Car- uh, to Arizona Cardinals. So they've got Sam Bradford and Mike Glennon now as their one-two punch after Carson Palmer left. Yep. They must be feeling pretty good in Arizona about those two. Yeah. It's going to be a real quarterback battle for who's starting. Yeah. <laughs> I think Is that what you're going to say with it? He's gone there to be the backup, hasn't he? Sam Bradford's the starter there. Until he's injured. And then they've got Mike Glennon And then they've got Mike in. Glennon. Who's an alright backup, but make him a backup. Mm-hmm. I can't pay him like this. <laughs> no, eighty million. That's not Mike Glennon's fault. That he got paid like a starter and made into a starter. Yeah. He is not a starting quarterback in the NFL, or at least he shouldn't be. He's a serviceable backup. Just that's all well, he is. Chicago like Brian Hoyer. Not. Brian Hoyer's not a starter. Serviceable backup. Ish. Yeah. Oh come on. All right. He's a serviceable just about, backup. Just about. He's better than your backup. Well, I don't know about that. Oh, Simmer. <laughs> don't know about that. Simmer. <laughs> Come on, man. Uh, okay. Yeah, whatever. I don't care about that one. No, I just think it's, it's awful for the cards. Mm. Two bad pickups as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I think, yeah, we'll see. Uh, let's talk about a good quarterback. Okay. Drew Brees. Yep. Resigned. He had to, because otherwise that was an $18 million hit on their salary cap. <laughs> yeah. Even if he left them. Yeah, dead space, yeah. Oh. God. Uh, he's got a two-year contract worth fifty million, with twenty-seven million guaranteed. That will take him through to his forty-first birthday. So that's ho- hopefully that will effectively end his uh, career at the Saints. Yeah, because not many people make it to forty-one and still productive. No, just Watch out him, Tom Brady. him and Brady. I think basically the only <laughs> ones. Um, yeah, he's yeah. um. If he keeps slinging it like he is, fair enough. He's only about 50 touchdowns off Peyton Manning's overall record, I think, oh, for, wow. for scores. Good for him. I, I think he'll get there, then. Mm. Okay. I think he'll get there. Yeah, I th- well, yeah. yeah. With that, that team around him. Yeah. 
He's never had a problem with scoring. Nope. Let's talk about the Cleveland Browns then, King. It's been a long time we haven't spoken about him yet in this podcast. Yep. But uh, they went a bit mental before free agency even started. Mm -hmm. They had one day where they picked up Jarvis Landry from Miami for a fourth round this year and the seventh round next year. They picked up Tyrod Taylor from Buffalo for a third round of this year. Uh, Demarius Randall's gone from the Packers uh, and switched with Deshaun Kaiser. So there's another quarterback gone and a quarterback come in. Mm -hmm. Uh, Demarius Randall's a uh, cornerback, by the way. Yep. Uh, Danny Shelton came across from the Pats for a conditional pick. Went to the Pats. Sorry, went to the Pats for a conditional pick, sorry. Indeed, yep. Uh, And former Broncos offensive tackle Donald Stevenson has gone to the Browns on a one-year, two-and-a-half million deal. Even with all this moving about, the Browns, and they picked up Carlos Hyde from the 49ers. Yep. Even with all this, they've still got five of the top 65 picks in the draft. Yes. Five of the top 64, I think, actually. I think the pick is 64th overall. Okay, 64. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm getting, <laughs> I'm getting anal. <laughs> Are you? It's, yes, I okay, right, so, <laughs> Talk to me about these moves then, King, because this, this went off. The, the key point is the, the, the key places are top five worth so much value. Yeah. Yep. They've got two of those. Yeah. They've also got where the second most value is. Top of the second. the top of the second round. And they've got the 32nd or 33rd and 34th, I think. Mm-hmm. They're like one apart, and it's yeah crazy the amount of value they can get. Um, yeah, mental, absolutely mental. Love the pickups. I think Landry, Landry will bring something to that offense. They've got guys now on their defense. So Collins is a winner with the Patriots. Yeah, I think he brought something into that defense. You've got Garrett now who needs to step up and be the player we all thought he'd be. Yep. Um, I know he had a you know injuries at the start. I'm not holding that against him, but he needs to be dominant. He has to be first overall pick. You need to be dominant. And it took Clowney a couple of years. Yeah. So hopefully he can emulate that success. Mm-hmm. But that that's a must. What they don't have is is a tone setter on offense at the moment. And I think that by bringing in Landry, he's aggressive. He bullies people, even though he's he's a smaller, slender guy. When we, he's a good we, possession receiver. He's is what they yeah, want. He's they caught need over to 100 the ball. balls for the last four seasons. All of the last four seasons. Mm-hmm. He's in, He's incredible. Like, I'm not selling him short by saying he's he's just aggressive, but he is physical on the field. He will try and run over people, and yeah. I think they need that, you know, that leadership and 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 just that example set. And I think that was an excellent addition for them. Um, Taylor one's a bit odd for me um, personally. I think if you're going to take one of these quarterbacks at the top of the draft, I would have gone with someone who is more fundamentally sound um, that they could learn off. If if you're not looking for them to start immediately, which you know, you can have a lot of pressure to, to start them if you take them with the top five pick. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'd have gone with someone else who potentially has more, um, you know, has has the ability to actually, uh, to tran- the new guy to translate. And this not, is every, assuming, not every team can have Josh McCown. No, right? <laughs> You've got to have someone else have him. This is me assuming that they're going to take a quarterback still in the top five. Yeah. Yeah. But Tyrod Taylor's done a massive step up in quarterback quality. Oh, for huge, the Cleveland Browns, oh, right? Huge step up. Yeah, huge step up. Do you think it's a bit of a weird move? I think... He doesn't turn the ball over. No. He scrambles around. No, he's not the answer, though. He's not the full-time answer, but he's definitely yeah. the week one starter, we'd assume. Even though they took a quarterback number one. 
they're still going to start Tyrod and, and let this guy redshirt the first year. That's the, the idea, isn't it? That's the, yeah, the dream. I think that Jackson knows if they don't win more than five games this year... He's gone. He's gone. Yeah. So I think he thinks he can win more games with Tyrod Taylor at quarterback than he yeah. can with a rookie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then next year, Tyrod's dead. Dead. You know, he's a dead man walking. But <laughs> it's um, as long as Hugh Jackson's there... Yeah, he needs to win games this season, which mm-hmm. I think is why he's gone out and got Tyrod. So I understand it from his perspective. I think Tyrod's serviceable. I think he's a blow. He's in that sort. Of, he, he's not top half as far as quarterbacks in the league, but he is a winner. He can go and win games for you. Um, he's a bit like Keenum. He doesn't throw turn the ball over. No, but I think Keenum is someone I would prefer to have a young quarterback learn from than Tyrod Taylor. Is my point. Yeah, I, I think do that, think Taylor will win them games. Maybe the the sell was harder for a Keenum to come to the Cleveland oh, yeah, for one year and for Tyrod 100%. who's going to get kicked out of Buffalo anyway yeah, so. and, and and Tyrod had no choice it wasn't a free no. agency pickup. this was a trade it was so, a trade yeah um, yeah that was um, that was interesting what was the third it was the Green Bay cornerback Demarius Randall Randall so he was the, he was the best cornerback at Green Bay last year mm-hmm. um, and, and to get him for a I know it was a second round pick last year Kaiser but I think you know that <laughs> what is he going to be battling sh- Hundley for the, num- <laughs> the yeah he the will backup be. position he will be for sure well, you look look at the the difference in in their game wins and losses last year when Aaron Rodgers fell out. Yeah. Look at the team that won the Super Bowl. Did they? You need a good backup. Did their starting quarterback fall out and they still won the Super Bowl? <laughs> yeah. Like it's it's that's what teams need to address. I think a lot of teams need to go. It, we are I'm, absolutely done if our quarterback goes. I'm pretty sure I wrote a blog on this before last season. Kim, I'm pretty sure you did about backup quarterbacks and how mm. it's completely maligned position mm-hmm. no one pays attention to it no. until their quarterback gets injured yep okay yep but um, <laughs> yeah I thought that was a really that's a nice addition for both teams I think actually I've got some worries about moving on Danny Shelton he played well for them last year he did they've just lost Joe Thomas, Thomas to retirement mm-hmm. guaranteed Hall of Famer for sure so that's going to be a bit more difficult on the O-line although the O-line wasn't that bad for them last yeah. season even when Joe Thomas went out with injury Shelton's um, defensive but tackle Dan- but yeah, well, I was, yeah I, I segued into Joe Thomas oh, but okay, yeah back good. to Danny Shelton yeah. good defensive tackle he was a first round pick for them what three years ago yeah. it took him a while to get going Not but they've long. given him to the Pats mm. you've given him to the Patriots yeah not them anyone but the Patriots and uh, that just seems like a bit of a weird one for a conditional pick yeah not what are the chances of hitting on a, a player as, of his calibre with a conditional pick? That's going to be tough. I think he's coming towards the end of a contract year, though, isn't he? So I think from their perspective, they weren't going to pay him big, big money. No. Um, and the Patriots think they obviously can use him. They're the ones Carlos Hyde. Mm. It's a big deal going to... Strange when... a lot of money. Strange when, if I'm, the, if I'm the Browns, I'm taking the running back first overall. I'm taking Barkley first overall. Well, I don't think you are now. That's why I think this is a weird move. Because yeah. I'm I'm not hesitating. I am taking the best player, and I think that there's not big enough separation. There's not a big enough separation between because you know the unless the Colts trade the pick, the Colts aren't taking a quarterback. No. So unless they trade, which I don't think they will, I think they need to get better. They need more talented <laughs> players. Yeah. And but they might look at more picks. Potentially depends where the pick is. If it's outside the top ten, they're not going to trade it. But I would bank on the fact that one of those two quarterbacks in my opinion it would be Darnold or Allen mm-hmm. are still going to be there for you and you get your run the best player available at one and you take whoever's left at four that's how <laughs> I would do it or you've got two top first round picks trade up one with Col- the Colts mm-hmm. or trade up two right. with yeah. the Giants 
They'll still be happy with the pick. They get an extra second rounder because that was, I think, that be all it takes to move up one space. And you lose one second rounder, but you get the first and second picks in the draft, and you get the quarterback you want and the running back you want. Well, there are plenty of ways we can play this out in the in the mock draft bit, but I think the Carlos Hyde ones are it's a bit of a strange move for me. Carlos has never really produced like we thought he was going to. Um, he goes missing in games, and. You know, I, I, they've got rid of Isaiah Crowell. He's gone to the Jets. So this is just someone that's coming in instead. But they're paying him a lot more money than they're paying Isaiah Crowell. Yeah. And they've got Duke Johnson, who had an all right season last year. Yeah, it's a wide receiver. I think he'll move. <laughs> I think he'll move. No, that wasn't a joke. I think he will move to wide receiver. He predominantly played wide receiver last season. Um, well, I, I, out the I don't know how they can pass on Barkley. You've seen what the likes of Elliott, Fournette. Because they need a quarterback. Yeah, I know they do. But get both. Be aggressive. You, you've accrued all these picks. Finally use them and take yep. the best player. And- Let's talk about another team that's been quite aggressive then. Yep. And they, they can have a lot of say what's happening on the draft night. Yeah. And that is the Buffalo Bills. Yeah. Who also have accrued a ton of draft picks. I actually talked about this during the draft and after the draft last year. You did, year. yeah. They were so doing this on purpose to trade to get, up. For a quarterback. And uh, the Bills made another move mm-hmm. uh, in the last week. They traded left tackle Cordy Glenn to the Bengals along with their first round pick to move up from 21 to 12. Yeah. And also switched their fifth round pick uh, for Cincy's sixth rounder. Um, Glenn's had some injuries through 2017. Mm-hmm. Bills placed him on IR in December. Um, he only appeared in six games. Uh, that was an ankle injury Yeah, uh, through the 16 season as well. Uh, he missed five games there. It's a weak draft uh, class for tackles. Yeah. So it does make sense for the Bengals to start repairing that hole they left after they um, got rid of Whitworth. Yep. And what was it, Zeitler? Yep. Yeah. So it's a good move for the Bengals. Yeah. Just they weren't going to get a tackle a team at that recently point. who traded up pre-draft <laughs> yeah. to about the 12 to 14 region. Mm. And then just before the draft, I think it was the day before, then traded up to two because <laughs> they'd accrued enough ammo. So that yeah. sounds like the team that sounds, won the Super Bowl last year. It, yeah, it sounds familiar. Yeah. So I I think that's what the Bills you, are You're doing. liking this Bills move, Bills are, are not going to... T- 100%, I would put money on the fact Bills will not draft there. No. No. <laughs> not, not just at 12. No. They're going up. They could be 3, 2, 3, 4. I think they could le- at legit trade with the, the Browns if they're not sold on one of those. If they've not taken a quarterback and they're not sold on the one that's left, they mm-hmm. can move back. Right. Um... Yeah, and then if there's anything remaining, I think five and six. Well, they need to get ahead of the Broncos. I think we won't know until the first pick's in what uh, Buffalo are doing. I think they're going to have to wait and see who who Cleveland take with the first pick. Yeah, and I think if they take a a quarterback, I think they're moving up to... They're going to be phoning the Giants and phoning the Colts. You think if Cleveland take a quarterback, the Bills are going to move up? Yeah. What if it's the quarterback they want? Hmm? Not if it's the quarterback the Bills want. No, not if they... No. No, but I think they could go, then go up and get a guard. What to two to get Quentin Nelson? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you love Quentin Nelson. I think there's something unnatural I've about picking really up a guard at about two. Him. Yeah, well, you talked to me in the spare time about yeah, it because there's no tackles. <laughs> it's because there's no tackles, and they haven't got Cordy Glenn anymore. Exactly. So, <laughs> so they've wasted Cordy Glenn. So to get, go and get, get a guard, Quentin Nelson. Yeah, get a guard. Get a guard. <laughs> Why not? Let's talk about someone other than uh, other than quarterbacks then. Mm-hmm. And, Let's talk about Aaron Colvin. Let's talk about the Jags for a little bit. We love the Jags. Yep. Uh, so first of all, Aaron Colvin, he's off to Texas. He is. So an in-division move. It's a four-year deal for Aaron Colvin to move to the Texans. Now, of course, they lost their best cornerback with A.J. Boye. 
Yeah. So they've repaid the favour by getting Aaron Colvin from the Jags. Yeah. It's a good move for both parties. Yeah, yeah, I guess. I don't know. I guess if Colvin wasn't, I don't think the boy's be- wasn't better being used than- a lot, was he? No, exactly. So I think that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. We took your best corner. You can have our third best that's corner. Third best corner. <laughs> that's a fair You're trade. welcome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, the Jags have also signed, re-signed Marquise Lee. They have. That's a four-year deal worth up to thirty-eight million, yeah, he's including well eighty million guaranteed. He's been good the last two years. Mm-hmm. They have, of course, got rid of um, Alan Robinson, so he's gone to the Bears. Mm. Sorry, can I just go back to Marquis Lee? Okay. I don't know if you remember this. Mm-hmm. Do you remember emailing me at work about <laughs> six years ago? <laughs> oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Do you actually or yeah. not? What? Saying and what? asking me what the wide receive what wide receivers were good in this class, <laughs> and I oh, said Marquis Lee at okay. the time. And again, he didn't prove me wrong. For, he proved this is me what wrong. I told you so, is it? Six he, years. He, t- he proved me wrong for about three years because he was rubbish. But <laughs> he's been good the last two years, so I'm pleased. Well done. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So that's because Alan Robinson has been traded to the Bears. Yes. Well, released and then signed up by the Bears. Um, it's a 42 million deal, three years. Uh, they The Jags decided against using the franchise tag on the 24-year-old Alan Robinson. It's a bit of a shame. I thought he was. Yeah. Um, Yeah, a bit of a shame. End of an era. I mean, he missed the entire 2017 season due to a torn ACL, Mm -hmm. which he suffered in week one. So he only managed one catch before he went down. The 2015 campaign, he led the NFL with 14 touchdowns. He also had 80 catches for 1,400 yards that year while earning a Pro Bowl spot. Yeah. So it's a good move for the Bears. They've given Trubisky something to aim at. They needed to get a quarterback. Wide receiver, wide receiver and um, they've gone and done it so yeah good for them I think it's a solid move for them he's big bodied as well so I think that'll help someone who still um, struggles a bit with accuracy yeah and they seem to be able to find wide receivers sleeping in cars in Jacksonville so yeah like Jaden Mickens for example yeah yep. so they should be alright yep they should be or okay. Bortles just makes them who they are because he's that good <laughs> he's that good <laughs> yeah yep let's talk about a cornerback okay let's talk about Malcolm Butler yeah. The uh, Super Bowl winning cornerback for the New England Patriots who wasn't allowed to play in last this year's Super Bowl. No, that was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> He's been signed by the Titans on a five-year contract worth more than $61 million, Yeah. With more than $30 million guaranteed, King. Now, come on. Talk to me about this because Titans already have Logan Paul, mm-hmm. ex-Patriots cast off in the secondary. Mm-hmm. And now they've just picked up Malcolm Butler. But is that too much money to pay for a guy who couldn't be trusted in the Super Bowl this year? No, I think he's a top 10 corner in the league. Okay. I know you disagree with me, but uh, I think yeah. he is a top 10 corner in the league. So I think based on that, that money's about where it should be. There's not many that can play press man. Yeah. There's just not that many that can do it. And he is one of them that can do it. So that makes him... And all he does is follow the best receiver around from the other team. Mm-hmm. He's not Patrick Peterson. He's not Jalen Ramsey. He's not that good. No. But he is the next step down before everybody else. He's There's that little tier, and there's a few other guys with him. But he is. it's rare to find somebody who can play press man, who's got, who's got the big enough ego, who forgets plays if he gets burnt, which he will do, because he's not top, top, but he's top 10. And it, it, you're going to struggle to find someone who can follow up the best receiver on the other team around, whoever it is. I guess we knew from February the 4th that Malcolm Butler wasn't going to be playing for the Patriots again. No, I think they should have traded him last year for a first rounder to the Saints. 
he wanted it. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. Well, there it is. Let's talk about some other eye-watering uh, signings. Yeah. Mike Evans, re-signed with the Bucks. Yeah. A five-year, $82.5 million deal. The extension includes $55 million in guaranteed money. He was the seventh pick in the 2014 draft. He had a bit of a dip last year, but then so did all the Bucks, mm-hmm. I suppose. So, are we happy with $82.5 million for Mike Evans? Yeah. Yeah. I think he was in the conversation of sort of top five wide receivers last season. Um or the season before last. Mm. Last year was a downer. Jameis Winston couldn't hit a barn door, so it's it, that wasn't his fault. <laughs> he's fast, he's massive, and he's got good hands. Uh, yeah. yeah, absolutely. I think he should get that sort of money. And while we're in Tampa Bay, let's talk about Cameron Brake, because he also re-signed with the Bucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, the tight end got a six-year deal worth $41 million. Good for him. He cited a source who said $18 million is guaranteed. Um, according to Pro Football Talk, mm-hmm. I'm going to name drop anyone there. Yep. Four point five million is tied to incentives for catches, touchdowns, and Pro Bowl appearances. Um, Brake's been with the Bucks since entering the league as an undrafted free agent out of Harvard in two thousand fourteen. So nice. I thought you'd like him being a Harvard alum. I like an Ivy League player. You do. Um, yeah. I, and I had him down as my uh, rookie of the year candidate for tight end, or my best tight end of the year last year. Did you? Not this season, just gone, but the season before. Yeah. You were wrong then. But it's, I was absolutely um, right then. He's <laughs> Just a year too early for what you were saying. <laughs> <coughs> no, good for him. Sorry, made me laugh. Um, yeah, good for him. <laughs> okay, yeah. They need they need to have someone there. He's a middle-of-the-road tight end. He's very good. I'm not getting excited. <laughs> How about Tory Smith? Can I get you excited about Tory Smith? He's no. gone to the Carolina Panthers. <laughs> <laughs> They've traded. This is actually a trade, not a release and pick up. Mm-hmm. They traded Tory Smith to the Carolina Panthers in exchange for cornerback Daryl Worley. Okay. So the Eagles will save four point three million against the cap by dealing Smith, while also saving three point five million by replacing defensive end Vinnie Curry with Michael Bennett. The yep. other big move there for the Philadelphia Eagles. Michael Bennett has switched out with Vinnie Curry. Love it. Good move for the Philadelphia Eagles putting another big name into that defensive line. Pretty sure they've also signed Halodi Nata. I ain't got to that yet, dude. I've, <laughs> I've, actually, gun. I've actually had a look. This week. <laughs> I'm doing good. You have just ruined the last... Okay, fine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Just talking about the secondary very quickly, because mm-hmm. Daryl Worley now joins Ronald Darby, Jalen Mills, and Sidney Jones yep. uh, as the Eagles secondary group, with Malcolm Jenkins at secondary uh, safety. So... Yep. That's not bad for a Super Bowl winning no, I team. Think Jenkins to... might be one of the top two or three safeties in the league. I think he probably is. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So, hello, Dinata. He's also gone to. I heard that. The yeah, someone told me that yeah. he's gone to the Eagles. Yeah. From the Lions. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So only a one-year contract. Yeah, that'd have been a massive deal about five years ago. Yeah, well, he's been with the Lions for three years. Three years ago, then. And that's when he was traded from the Ravens before the 2015 season. He's 34 years old, not quite the five-time Pro Bowler um, that he was in Baltimore. No, he was an animal there. He missed 11 games last year due to a bicep injury. Hasn't managed a full season in Detroit either, so it's a bit of a risky move. But I guess when you've got so many other pieces on the front line, you don't need him to be playing every down. So, no, no. he's um. No, and you know he'll bring experience as well to a team. I know they've just won the Super Bowl, but yeah. they're relatively young up front. So I think from from that perspective as well, it adds adds that extra dynamic. He was a dangerous player. Oh, he was so good. Yes. Let's quickly. 
Yes. Let's say someone who wasn't really dangerous, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Uh, the Giants have released Dominic Rogers Cromartie, saving six point five million in cap space. Okay. Uh, they apparently the Giants wanted to sign a much lower contract and also move inside to safety, um, but he wasn't willing to do it. So <laughs> Rogers Cromartie was suspended for one game in October for violating team rules. But then, of course, a lot of people violated team rules against Ben McAdoo. Everyone did, it seemed. Yeah. Yeah. I think he was the first to publicly get a suspension. Okay. From the team. Um, and good line for Cromarty. Obviously, don't want to play safety, so that's probably him done. No, yeah. He's a good player. It's all right. He's Middle good. of the road cornerback. He's a solid two or three. Yeah. He's not a but one. At best, he's a two. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Let's talk about a very good player then. Mm hmm. But he's a guard. Andrew Norwell. Yes. He's off to Duval County. Mm-hmm. The Jags have picked up former Panthers guard Andrew Norwell. Uh, it's a five-year, $66.5 million contract, which will include $30 million guaranteed, and will make Norwell the highest-paid guard in the NFL. I bet Zach Martin's got something to say about that when he gets paid by the Dallas Cowboys <laughs> in the next couple of weeks. Pro Football Focus has him as the third-best guard in the league last season. The All-Pro didn't allow a sack or a QB hit all year. Ah. Who's t- do you know who the top two are just out of interest uh, no I'm assuming Zach Martin I'm probably thinking David DeCastro is the other one nah best guard in the league so. mm. <laughs> yeah. I'd take him yeah three six games he was um, <laughs> the uh, yeah no fair enough I, I wouldn't be mad at either of those two um, yeah real, real solid pickup. especially that that is them investing in that run game so they've, they've invested in Bortles they took a running back in the top five pick last year and having a guard makes it so much better running the football look at Ezekiel Elliott beast Zach Martin's arguably the best guard in the league yep Le'Veon Bell DeCastro is 100% the best pulling guard when it comes to power runs yeah he is the best at that by far all of a sudden those two are rushing for a million yards a season yep so I think that addition of Noel absolutely helps um, Fournette and Scott's that's them establishing the kind of the kind of play that, uh, offense they want to have so I think that's um, everyone knows the Cowboys are going to run the ball and no one can stop them or mm-hmm. has been able to the last couple of seasons when, when Elliot's been on the field so um, I think that's a really good move from the Jags yeah it is a good move and the last one before we get into well I guess I've held off the ones that concern the, NF- the AFC and AFC West teams okay. do we want to do the the review of the West, or do we want to just hit through the rest of them? Let's just smash through it, and we can do that this weekend, maybe. Okay. Ooh. Do a little special Westy, whatever we haven't done yet. Either. We'll, see, we'll see if we can get a fan from the division to come in. and uh, Possibly. We'll see what's going on there. See what we can do. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, let's talk about quickly Brashard Breland. Mm-hmm. We talked about Dara Worley going from the Panthers. Um, so, to replace him, the Panthers have signed Saints calling back Brashard Breland to a three-year, $24 million deal with $11 million in guarantees. Now, Breland did all right last season because, obviously, Marshall and Lattimore was on the other side of the field. Yeah. And uh, he's staying inside the division, so he's going to know his opponents quite well. Yeah. Seems like a pretty good move there from the Panthers. Yeah, I think it's a solid move. I think it's a solid move from them. It's um, it's more than they typically invest in cornerbacks, so mm-hmm. that's, that's a good... That's obviously their learning from their mistake because they do absolutely miss Josh Gordon. Um so yeah, I think that's a real, real solid move from him. Okay, well, let's keep going then. So yeah. another one I think I almost missed was Nate Solder, a left tackle I've got a lot of respect for. 
he uh, he has just been tra- he's, he's been released and he has been picked up by the New York Giants. Four years, sixty-two million dollar deal. What do you reckon, King? Yeah, I think it's a really good pick pickup. Again, I think a lot of these free agency moves make sense for for all parties involved. So yeah, I think that's a solid move. I keep saying the word solid move, so apologies <laughs> for the listeners. <laughs> bit, of a, bit of a head scratcher for the Patriots though, because Nate Solder is only twenty nine. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of the prime of your life when you come into a left left tackle position. Yeah. And he has been... So, I mean, one of the reasons Brady's still standing at this age yeah. is thanks to Nate Solder. Yeah, I agree. I think that the issue that he's going to have longer term is he relies on his size. He's not particularly athletic as, as far as left tackles go. So right. he's incredibly reliant upon his size. Mm-hmm. He is a mountain of a man. Yeah. The issue that he will have longer term in the next couple of years is any athleticism he does have is going to start depleting. So I think the Patriots are sort of understanding that and don't want to pay long-term. Okay. Let's see who else they didn't want to pay. Mm-hmm. How about Danny Amendola? Yeah. Wide receiver. He's 32 now, but he comes alive in the postseason. I'm shocked that he He's went. gone to Miami. A two-year, $12 million deal. Um, 8.25 guaranteed. Mm-hmm. Do you remind you of anyone? Aggressive <laughs> across the middle... Catches a lot of balls. Great route runner. Have they lost anyone recently? I think they might have lost the Jarvis Landry type. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Except he's being paid how much a year? Sorry. Well, it's six million is the average salary. Yeah. So Jarvis Two Landry was on eighteen. So yeah, yeah, I think that's a, a decent move for the makes sense again for the Dolphins. Yeah. But I'm, I'm shocked. That, um, I'm shocked. Amendola left that year. I thought he was enjoying New England and uh, saying that though he is he is dating Miss World. And um, is he really? He actually is, yeah. So uh, you know, she probably if if she was given the choice of Boston or uh, or Miami, I'm pretty sure she'd go with that. I think he just joins the. Uh, just thinking about the history of Miami receivers, you have got like Hartline and Kenny Stills, just the kind of older possession receivers, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not not flashy at all. No, I uh, I really like Damian Dola. I think you know what you get with him, and he was great for a couple of years with the Rams. He was, was injured. He was. He was um, he was well, yeah. No, I mean after that, the first two oh, seasons right. he was fantastic. Yeah, um, he was really, really good um, in Hard Knocks again to reference that show um, with the Cowboys, where I think it was To and uh, Romo was saying that someone's going to pick him up. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, good for him. Good for him. Sort of, um, you know, he's had a tough, tough route to to where he's got to, which is you know he's won two Super Bowls now, and you yeah. know he deserves to get paid and and get go somewhere nice. So good for nice him. and warm. Nice and warm, yeah. The Boston other one, nice. while we're still while we're still on uh, the mm-hmm. Patriots, Dion Lewis is the other one that's gone. Yeah, twenty-seven-year-old running back, he's gone to Tennessee on a four-year, twenty million dollar deal. Yeah, I like that move for Tennessee. Gives yeah. them a change up because they they've obviously gone away from Demarco Murray, which is fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but Henry's the guy now. He's gonna have the bulk of the load, but to have that change up back, I think adds just a, a new dynamic to their offense, which is. Something they've not had for a couple of years. They kind of had Smash Mouth or bigger Smash Mouth. Um, so I, I think that adding a bit more balance to that offense is um, is uh, is hugely important. So I, I like that move. And you know the Patriots don't really care about losing people, frankly. So <laughs> not of coordinators or I honestly you know. do, I, I honestly do not think they care. So they'll just replace them. It's that simple. They'll find someone in third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh round. Yeah. Okay. And he'll play running back and he'll look really good. <laughs> yeah. Never played there before. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Probably played quarterback in college. Yeah. yeah. 
I know we've moved, we talked about the Bills earlier, but there mm. were a couple other people that I didn't actually mention. One okay. of them is Chris Ivory. Yeah. Guy who did nothing for two years in Jacksonville has been given a two-year, $5.5 million contract. Yeah, I think we mentioned that last week. 3.25 guaranteed. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we did mention it last week. We did. So I don't have to say any more about that. No. How about Styler Tulele? Defensive tackle from Carolina. He's yeah. gone to Buffalo as well on a five-year deal. He's a good player. He is a good player. He's a good player. It's tough to find these big body sort of nose tackle types, and mm-hmm. um, he's um, he's one of the better ones. So yeah, it's um, plugs up the line, fills the gap that that Marcel Darius left last season when they traded him to the to the Jaguars. The Jags. <laughs> so um, yeah, I think a lot of teams are addressing areas of need in free agency, so they've uh, they're free to sort of take best available when it comes to the draft. So that I think definitely a, probably was one of the top defensive tackles in the league there. Yeah, I think he's just um, he just you know he's he's decent in pass rush and he's he's very good against the run so as far as nose tackle goes that's all you can ask for let's talk about another quarterback then yep one that's been discussed for a long time yeah he's been on the cusp of trades yeah didn't quite make it thanks to Cleveland not doing their paperwork mm-hmm. AJ McCarron has gone to the Bills yeah two year ten million dollars which is a lot more than he was getting on his uh, rookie backup deal in Cincinnati yeah uh, when he was getting 690000 a year, I think he was getting. But uh, yeah, he certainly plugged a hole there for the Bills. He has. Week one starter? I think so. Yeah? I think so. So they don't want to go to the playoffs then? I don't know. <laughs> I don't <laughs> know. you trying to say something about AJ McCarron again. Okay, so <laughs> AJ McCarron. I <laughs> don't know enough about him now. We've never seen him. All we know is he couldn't beat Andy Dalton no. in four years. No. I think Andy wasn't Dalton, even close. Wasn't even close to taking him out of the position. He was a couple of times, but I think was not. I think that uh, he honestly only, wasn't. The only time I've really seen him, anything of AJ McCarron with any sort of consistency or longevity was when he played for Alabama, and Alabama are always a run first team, and he also played with the likes of Amari Cooper and Julio Jones. So mm-hmm. he um he had some talent on that offense. Um, so I think it'd be interesting to see what he does. He does bring a winning mentality, though. He is aggressive. He is um, competitive, sorry, rather than aggressive. But, you know, that could help the Bills, I guess. I don't know. But I, I've not seen enough of him in the NFL to really have a judgment on that move. Well, it's him and Nathan Peterman are the two quarterbacks in yep. Buffalo right now. Yeah, and Peterman showed flashes and then showed flashes of complete, <laughs> awful quarterback play. So I don't really know what to think of him either. Yeah, yeah. Josh McCown re-signed in uh, New York for another year. He did. Ten million on the nose. Just, just give it guaranteed. That's yeah. That's backup money, though, isn't it? Yeah, that's fine. That's all right. Uh, let's just see. I'm just going down through a whole list now. There's so many. There are tons, mate. But I don't want to say any bad ones or ones that aren't really necessary. Let's go to the Jags quickly. Let's say Dante Moncrief's been brought in from Indy. Yeah. Uh, just a one-year, seven-mil deal. Yeah, he had a bad year last year. I think the quarterback play didn't help him. He's actually had a bad year the last two years, but I think that hopefully he can step up because he's a he's a pretty decent number two. Mm. Um, so yeah, we'll see what happens though. But it's um, I think it's an okay move. They needed help at wide receiver with the likes of of Robinson going. So we'll see we'll see if he can bounce back. Let's have a look at some of these West teams, and we've kind of avoided them for the most part. Uh, let's start with the Colts. Mm-hmm. No, not Colts. I'm going to say, well, I'm going to say Danica Watry has gone from the Raiders to the Colts. Defensive end. Three-year, $17.8 million deal. Yep. He was all right, wasn't he? 
he was okay. He was okay. He's not one of the big hitters, so I don't think it's a huge loss. We'll have to ask Punk what he thinks about that. Yeah. But, um, yeah, still a big money move for the, the Colts. They needed, well, we talk about trading in someone you think is going to be drafting. Mm-hmm. Most people have Bradley Chubb going to the Colts at three if they don't trade out of that spot. Yeah. So you've just brought into their quarter. Does that affect them taking Bradley Chubb potentially? No. No? No. I don't think so. Okay. I, just putting it out there yeah just putting it out there I don't think it does change that at all okay I think you take you know you look at teams that have had success the, the, with with sort of specific areas because the example I'm going to use isn't a team that's had success but <laughs> the, um, you know you look at the Jets their defensive line was known as being one of the best in the league when they had Richardson Wilkerson and then they still added Williams because mm-hmm. he was the best player there um, you know, you look at the Texans had a healthy JJ Watt coming off a twenty two sack season and they add Jadavian Clowney, who's a defensive end, but they also at that point had Whitley Merciless. They brought in Vince Wilfork. They had Wilfork, yeah. So it's um yeah, I think you, you go if you think that guy can help your team, you absolutely go and get him. Okay. You're absolutely right, as usual, King. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the Chiefs then. Mm-hmm. They brought in they were, were a big ticket name has been Anthony Hitchens coming across from Dallas. Yep. But Hitchens is just a bang average linebacker, isn't he? I think so. <laughs> so uh, the other, so that was the defensive ticket. Mm-hmm. The offensive ticket has been Sammy Watkins, um, a three-year, forty-eight million dollar deal. Yep. Uh, Thirty of that is guaranteed. Wow, he's un- he's only twenty-four. I know he is. Yeah, he's super young. <laughs> I thought was, he'd been injured so often. I thought he might be twenty-eight or something. No, he was. They Bills traded up top four to get him. Yeah, yeah. Didn't do much with the Rams. He wasn't thrown to when he th- when they threw him the ball. He still managed eight touchdowns. Mm-hmm. And yeah, when they did, yeah. when they threw him the ball, he um he did really well. They just didn't throw him the ball very often. No. So um, I don't think Cooper that's actually Cup a tr- was to blame for that. Absolutely, I, think. <laughs> I don't think that's a true reflection on the kind of player Watkins can be. And he's not had good quarterbacks at the Bills the whole time he's been there, has he either? So it's not... No. In his defence, he was absolutely known as one of these... T- he was he was touted as better than sort of Julio Jones and AJ Green coming out of college. He was a beast at Clemson. He basically ended Darrell Rivas' career. Yeah. Remember those games when he just run over the top of Darrell Rivas? Who yeah. we still thought was just about had his own island. Still. Yeah, yeah. And that kind of... No... It's done. Yeah, he was an absolute beast at Clemson. I think he's got the ability to, and he's like you said, he's only twenty-four. I think he can still be a dynamic number one in the league. He just needs to go somewhere with a quarterback that can actually toss him the ball. Yeah, hopefully he's done that. Let's talk about Oakland a little bit mm-hmm. because they've picked up Doug Martin today. They have. Who was released by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? It's a one-year deal. They have, yeah, but uh, still fairly good news for them. Mm-hmm. They've also released Michael Crabtree. Yeah. And that's freed up the space for Jordan Nelson to just get signed now. It's a $15 million deal. 13 of that is guaranteed over two years. That is a breaking, breaking news That is story. breaking as we're talking. Yeah. The rumours were there anyway, but they've actually made it official. Yep. I like that move. Yeah. I like that move. And? I like it. You do? Like it. I really like that move. That's three years for Crabtree. He's done all right the first two years. It was just, yeah, but the whole, he everyone is played a badly headache. last year for the Raiders. He is a headache. He did miss a game last season and I thanks don't to playing against Akeem Talib. Yeah, and I don't think he's better than Jordy Nelson. I don't think he is. And Jordy Nelson is not a headache. He will come in, he will work hard, and mm-hmm. he will catch balls. 
Yeah, he's and a Gruden. He's a, good he's a Gruden. Him again, so this Gruden is great. approved. Yeah, <laughs> so that's fine. Yeah, he's excellent. And uh, Sean Smith's been released by the Raiders, but picked up by the state of, well, I guess Vegas or Nevada. Or something. Yeah, he's going to jail. <laughs> he is going to jail. He's going to jail. He is. He is. Why is he going to jail again? Um, he's he pled guilty last week Tuesday to one felony count of assault with great bodily injury stemming from an altercation last July. As part of his plea agreement, Smith wa- will be sentenced to a year in jail and three years of probation because he faced up to seven years if he was convicted of all charges against him. Okay. So it isn't like it was a year and then be three months after good behaviour. This was the good behaviour would get you a year with three years probation because it could have been seven. Okay. So that's Sean Smith done. Yes. Yeah. That's seven years. Whatever he did must have been. Well, it was assault with great bodily injury. Yeah. I'm guessing (laughs) he smacked someone about a bit. Yeah. Probably of the opposite sex. You reckon? I think so. Usually is don't be don't be chucking out the rumours that aren't the case. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Why are you assuming I'm just thinking that? just the horrific things, you know. Okay. Alright, well I don't know. So either way. That's <laughs> he's probably got off lightly, regardless of who it was. Yeah. Yeah. Talking of um No, not that. <laughs> we were talking about Crabtree and the Raiders. Yeah. We mentioned Akib Talib. Mm-hmm. He's not in Denver anymore. He's gone to the Rams. He has. So join the NFC West. Yeah. Who now probably have the best cornerback tandem. So in the Marcus whole Peters and the Keeps Ali because they're two oh, cornerbacks now. Joke. <laughs> that is a joke. You happy with that move then? Yeah. And they got Aaron Donald up front. <laughs> yeah. What <laughs> is going on? We haven't got Ogletree anymore. He's gone. Don't but... care. Don't care. He's not All great. Right. He's he's not great against the run. So they need to get a linebacker for sure. But. Wow. Just wow. <laughs> Do you know they picked up another cornerback actually last week? Sam Shields is back in the NFL after a year off. Yes, I saw that. Ex uh, Green Bay Packer. And they Kept... and, and they franchise tag jo- Joiner as well, didn't they? So they got Yeah. 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 Yeah, pretty impressive. Sorry, I'll cut you off. That's all right. I was just saying Shields hasn't played since week 1 of the 2016 season. But it's what well, concussions? Just repeat. Don't you remember? He just I do got, remember. Con- repeatedly concussed. Yeah, and so they just had to pull him from the game. So he's taken a year out. He now says he's got no more, no headaches, no uh, side effects of what what was going on. He's, he's he wants to give another stab. So good for him. If he feels like he's ready for it, I'm always wary with heads, but it's um, you are head injuries, wrong with but it's, Luke um, <laughs> Luke Keekley, uh, has been done all right since uh, his scare a couple of years ago. Yeah, he yeah he needs to be careful though. Which they is a shame because he's they my favourite linebacker. Yeah. I want to see him play, but I don't want to see him injured. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, I've only got a few more left, actually. Okay. The big ones, anyway. We've we've missed out on a huge one so far, King, and that was Richard Sherman. Yeah. Uh, after getting released by the Seahawks. Yeah. You know, he's had an injury, so... Yeah. They didn't pick up his contract. Yeah, but he's been back for training camp. Yeah. Still, it didn't seem to be enough for the Seahawks. They wanted to move on, and they did... And, of course, Sherman is now a San Francisco 49er. They wanted to keep him. They didn't want to pay him the same amount of money they're paying him. Yeah. Is what I've heard. That you can't be cheap with. They wanted to release talent. him and then re-sign him. Mm-hmm. And did you see the quote from John Lynch about why he it. signed? Have you seen it? Or have you got it there? No, I've not got it here. Okay. So, John Lynch, and I'm 
paraphrasing slightly because I haven't got it written down in front of me. <laughs> but don't. he basically said the one thing that I could offer him, like on, when asked why he signed for the 49ers. Yeah. And he said, I can offer him one thing that no other team could offer him. And that was to play against the Seahawks twice a season. <laughs> And well, he's not the only team that can offer that. And he jumped at... Well, they were the only team, I think, going from at that point. <laughs> it's, um... Yeah. I like... I like Sherman. I thought he handled it incredibly well. Listened yep. to a couple of interviews. He thanked them. He was, you know, real humble about it. Mm-hmm. And then he made a comment um, where he said, look, you know, from my standpoint, why would you... You've got the opportunity to move to another team that's on the rise. Yeah. When your current team doesn't want you... Um, uh, wants you but wants you to take a massive pay cut which are you going to do at, at your point in the career yeah. that's ultimately what it came down to um, but I appreciate the organisation and all they've done for me um, but abs- you know of course he wants to go back there and smash him because I don't think he's worth that money well yeah I mean the- I love it I love it I think it's a great move again it's about the attitude and culture and mm. they, they've immediately changed that in San Francisco and Seattle well there's well. nothing there now <laughs> well, they've You've got gone, two really good safeties. <laughs> well, they've moved away from being a defensive unit. Yeah, and they want to well, be. Yeah, atta- they want to be an offensive unit. Though, yeah, don't yeah, they? yeah. Because you can chuck it either side now yeah. and run the ball against them. Yeah. You just can't throw it down the middle. Not through the seams. Yeah. Um, that that move for the Seahawks allowed eleven million more in cap space. Mm-hmm. Um, if we talk about Sherman, he was picked up in the fifth round of the two thousand eleven draft. Um, he signed a three-year, thirty-nine million deal with the 49ers, which he did all himself. There was no lawyer. Yeah, he doesn't have a room. he doesn't have an agent. He had a five million signing bonus, two million base salary, two million in the forty-six man roster bonus, uh, one million playtime incentive because obviously he's got the injury, uh, and three million Pro Bowl incentive for two thousand eighteen. Yeah. So he's backed himself. Where did John Lynch go to school? Stanford, right? Yeah. Where did Richard Sherman go to school? Stanford yeah you know where if in the, doubt does it... where was their third overall pick go to school is it Stanford yeah I'm sensing something huh? sensing something yeah don't don't mess with the Niners in a test they will destroy you yes yeah no I um, yeah I like it I yeah it's like a good it. move good move um, let's talk about a really weird move and that's Paul Richardson of the Seattle Seahawks yep he's gone to the Washington Redskins not mm-hmm. particularly weird but he did make a contract of forty million over five years with twenty million guaranteed. He spent four years with Seattle. Don't know if you recognise this because uh, Paul Richardson's been fairly non-existent. Yeah. As a as a target. Uh huh. It took him in the second round of the 2014 draft out of Colorado. Um, apart from a couple of flashes, I liked him as a number two, as or you know, more likely number three receiver. 40 million this just sounds like the Redskins all over doesn't it yeah, it's a weird one this could be one of the worst pickups in the in free agency it's, it's, a, it's just a weird pickup just the amount of money that they've just dumped Mad. on it <laughs> it is mental yeah it's not like they don't have wide receivers it's not Doug like well. Baldwin they've just given that money to yeah it's not like they don't have wide receivers they've got a first rounder in Doxon yeah Deshaun Jackson Crowder yeah Crowder? No, not just one. He's in Tampa Bay. Oh, he left. Oh, yeah. My bad. He was yeah. there. He was there. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> Crowder, Doxon. Oh, I don't know. I just don't know. <laughs> yeah. I 40 don't know. million. Good for him. Good for him and his agent. 
That's yeah. what I'm going to say. Let's, uh, let's go to the LA Chargers because we've mm-hmm. scantly talked about them. They just don't do anything in free agency. No, we don't. But you have re-signed Casey Hayward. That is huge. She's a reason for a jig, right? Huge for us. Three years, 36 million, 20 million guaranteed. Yep. He has more interceptions, 11, in yep. two seasons with the Chargers than he did in 51 games with the Packers, nine interceptions. Yep. He led the NFL with seven picks in 2016 and has been named to the All-Pro second team in each of the past two seasons. Yep. Pro Football Focus named Hayward the NFL's best coverage defender for 2017. Yep. Thanks to his allowing the lowest completion percentage to opposing quarterbacks among full-time starters of just 42.7%. Yeah, I think he is probably the third best corner in the league. He's very good. I think, And he's, it was nice to see him stay healthy. Uh, yeah, no, he's been fantastic the last couple of years. I think he's the third best corner in the league, and he's worth every single penny. <laughs> yeah, so congratulations. I think third's safe. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. I think Lattimore and Ramsey are the top two. Yeah. And then I think it's Hayward. I hadn't really, thought, I hadn't really ranked him recently. I, th- when I, I when, don't know. We'd have to do that. At some when point, I think but. about it, I think yeah, I think that he's about third. Oh, he's definitely top five. Him and him and Peterson. I'm just putting that as a bit of leeway because mm-hmm. you have got some big big corners you've you've missed out on. Like Marcus Peters, you can argue as a boom or bust. I think I think that yeah, maybe Patrick Peterson's there with him. Yeah, maybe Harris and Peters. I think mm. they're the only ones really in the conversation. I mm. know oh, he's definitely up there. Definitely up there as one For of the sure. premier cornerbacks in the league. Uh, let's talk about someone who's been let go. Tamba Harley has been released by the Chiefs. The five-time Pro Bowl defensive end has been released by the Kansas City Chiefs and ending a 12-year career in Missouri, where he'll finish with 89.5 sacks, second in franchise history behind Derek Thomas, who's got 126.5. Yeah. He had kind of been eased out a little bit, Tamba Harley. Of, of yeah, his season. role had diminished somewhat with the uh, sort of emergence of D Ford opposite mm-hmm. Justin Houston. Um, what a legend, though. Just fantastic. Yeah, which is really fantastic. He, um, he, uh, I watched actually something about him recently where he said that he uh, a lot of his success was down to mixed martial arts, where he'd taken that up on late, and that's why he was so good with his hands and manipulating bodies. He's really big into jujitsu, and mm-hmm. um, I thought that was quite cool. But yeah, yeah, legend, nice. just a legend, yeah, just an absolute yeah. legend. So uh, legendary guy, yeah, cool guy. That's pretty much it, King. I mean, we can talk about Jonathan Stewart going to the Giants. No. But, nah. I think we've done that already. Yeah. On the previous show. Don't mind. Uh, you've got Jimmy Graham and Green Bay, but we've gone through that before. Yep. Taylor Gabriel. Yep. He's gone there to Chicago. Okay. Not a bad pickup from... No, I think that's a good pickup to match him up with Robinson. All of a sudden, mm-hmm. you've got a couple of, couple of decent wide receivers there. Yeah. Gabriel shifty, so I think that's um And they picked up Trey Burton at tight end as well, so yeah. nice. Nice. They need, I think Shane as well this year. They needed to give Trubisky some things to aim at. Yeah, no, they? that wasn't his fault last year. He was um he had no one except a w- rookie tight end from whatever wherever Shaheen played for came from. <laughs> yeah. Um I'm gonna I'm gonna put a pin in it, I think now. Okay. I think we've I think we've done enough there. Yeah. I think we've covered all of the major mm-hmm. trades, releases. Uh, arrests and re-signings so and if you're suggesting we might be able to get in a, a special pod this weekend I think we can on Sunday yeah. <sighs> it <doesn't> work yep <laughs> but uh, it's worth it because we've gone long today that's so many different it's a lot bits of moves. and news to go through it's a we, lot of moves 
yeah, it's a lot of moving parts this week, so yeah, yeah, had to go through. So sorry if it's all over the place, guys, but we just tried to get everything covered. Um, yeah. yeah, and you're welcome for the breaking news on Jordy Nelson, <laughs> yeah, which won't be breaking by the time you listen to this. Well, so, I think we'll be up there as far as podcasts go. I might not do it until tomorrow morning. What? <laughs> what? Might just sit on it. Give the people what they want. <laughs> Well, what we want from you guys is to make sure you follow us on Twitter at Jim and the King on Instagram and go to the website, jimandtheking.com. Um, ask us uh, for some suggestions on stuff me leading up to the draft uh, because we've got some ideas coming up for, for mock drafts. And yeah, and who yeah you want us to talk about. But until next week, or well, until the weekend, mm-hmm. till next time. Yes. I've been Jim. That has just been the King. And thank you so much for listening. Mm-hmm.